What's up, everybody? This is your boy Wayne, aka the Pinoy Boy. And this is another edition of the Pinoy Boy Files. Haven't done this in a while. Uh, a lot of things been changing with me uh, between jobs and stuff like that. Um, been working from home now, so it's not like I can just go up and up out and about. But anyhow, I'm not here to talk about me. I'm talking about my favorite subject matter, and that is Eagles football. So with that being said, here goes. Eagles finally win the game. They're now 1-2-1. One, one. Yay. <laughs> um, they beat the an undermanned 49ers team, 25 to 20. Um, I was very proud on how the Eagles played as far as, you know, playing, you know, a, a grinded out style. You know, it wasn't pretty. You know, there's a lot of um, stuff in there that, that kept you on the edge of your seat, such as whenever our, uh, both Alex, Alex Singleton, who ran a pick six, uh, Ronnie McLeod had an interception. Uh, the defense definitely stepped up. Well, you know who else stepped up? That is uh, Jordan Maialata. The big Aussie. The big Aussie. The big Oss. 6'8", 350 pound man. I mean, that is a monster of a man. Whoever, if he ever decided to go into pro wrestling, he'll probably be treated like a god. <laughs> But you know what? He didn't do too bad. He did not. He did not do bad at all. I was rather impressed on his on his footwork. I was impressed on how he really handled himself. Uh, everybody knows that he can't be like you know Jason Peters. He has to be himself. So there's going to be some oops on the way. But you know what? He did good. He did really good. Um, Carson Wentz still is still work in progress. I think he is not really trusting the receivers that much, and that's why he's kind of scrambling in, um, scrambling for first downs. He's also, I think, he's also probably scared to um, really throw passes, which in essence falls back down to not having a real proven wide receiver to catch the ball. Besides Greg Ward, I mean Dallas Goddard is down. Zach Ertz is being double covered. So, you got guys like uh, John John Small, Smallwood and Quez Markins, Watkins, that's supposed to be um, your speed demons. And returning to Sean Jackson, who is, which is ho-hum, back on the, uh, on the injured reserve for a hamstring. Um, I think it's, you know, we definitely undervalued a lot of positions. One position I think that really needs to be addressed is the linebacker position. Even though Alex Singleton made a great play, and he is actually a former defensive player of the year in in the Canadian Football League not long ago, um, I think he probably needs to play more. I don't think Nate Gary can get it done. Um, I don't think Duke Riley can get it done. I mean, these, these... those guys may be athletic, but they don't have good, sound football IQ. Um, I think Singleton definitely has a shot. And being that we did draft both Davion Taylor and Sean Bradley, let's put him in. 
We need guys who's not only going to be fast, but also guys who got smarts. And even though Gary at times can be um, good on certain downs, he is a liability on passing downs because he gets ate up by tight ends. He'll stand there like a deer in headlights and gets eaten up. Seen in four games now. He is not an every down linebacker. Sorry. Doesn't work. Time to let Sean Bradley or Davion Taylor play. All these injuries that's been happening, which some of it is to be expected because it's soft tissue injuries because we didn't have a preseason. But all these other injuries and stuff like that, I put that not only on the shoulders of our coaching staff, but I also put that on the shoulders of our general manager, Javi Roseman. Because, honestly, he should have drafted better. I mean, yeah, we're starting to throw in a little Jalen Hurts in there, and, you know, and just to kind of like mess with the defenses. But every time that they have, that they have tried to run that one particular play, Hurts has fumbled the ball. Now, granted, the one against the 49ers was a straight-up uh, bad snap by Jason Kelsey. But even still. You know, if you're expecting everything to be perfect all the time, forget about it. You know, and um, Hertz has to be ready for that. I still think that we could have drafted either a linebacker or we could have drafted uh, an heir apparent to uh, Jason Peters. At least we thought we did when we drafted Andre Dillard, but so far he's been soft as cotton. That's just my personal opinion on this matter. Now they're going up against Pittsburgh Steelers, in which Steelers have a great wide receiving tandem, and JJ, oh Juju Shaster, I can't pronounce that kid's name, but y'all know who I'm talking about. Deontay Johnson. They have uh, Arab Ibram as their tight end. They have a killer defense. I mean, their three-four defense ain't nothing to be played with. So you thought that. Carson Wentz was running for his life when when he was playing against Cincinnati. Guess what? He's going to be running for his life against the Steelers. The only way I can honestly see the Eagles has a shot of winning, they have to be smart, use good ball control, don't try to air it out. Doug Peterson. Um, I would definitely try to utilize... Uh, Miles Sanders in a whole lot more fashion. You know, getting the ball in space. Um, hopefully, there's a wild rumor going around that that um, that Alshon Jeffries may be ready to go. And if that's the case, hey, let's use the man. Because because um, I mean, not for nothing. That one kid to make that catch, uh, Travis Ful- Fulgham, I think that's what his name is. That, exactly my point. We don't know what these guys are. There's no proven names here. So so we need some, So not saying that we need star power, but we just need proven people that you know is going to get it done on a daily basis. As much as a polarizing individual as Asan Jeffrey was when he made those comments about Carson Wentz, hey, 
maybe he wasn't telling telling a lie. Maybe he was, you know, kind of saying that, you know, Carson could be a little soft. But nevertheless, we need somebody that's going to get it done. Um, defensively wise, I really like the emergence of Josh Sweat. I think that um, his freakish ability to get after the quarterback is really going to pay dividends. I think that he he can be that one defensive lineman that can probably take over uh, Brandon Graham's spot and play the left-hand side whenever uh, Brandon Graham finally decides to hang it up. I really like how he's coming along. Uh, he has the length. He has the speed. He has um, definitely has been able to use his God-given ability to get around offensive tackles. And with that being said, that's my time because I'm about ready to get my workout in. But I at least want to share with you my thoughts on this matter. Once again, this is your boy Wayne, a.k.a. the Panoi Boy, signing off. And when out there, be well, be blessed. Take care. What's good, everybody? It's your boy Wayne, aka Panoy Boy. It's another edition of the Panoy Boy Files. So. I did a sports talk one earlier, but you know I had got I got to hit something as far as for a state of our our country. And you know, as I mentioned before, I've been I've been out for a while, so it's not like I've, I've been totally um, blind to what's going on. Because um, I was away from anchor for about a good month and a half. Could have been two months. I don't know. But as you see, our body count to our COVID-19 is still rising. We still got people out there who refuses to wear a mask. You got people out there who berate and belittle people who wear a mask. Even our, our fearless leader who constantly berated and belittled people including Joe Biden, about wearing a mask. But yet, his dumbass got him. And now he's trying to save face. Now, my my question is, is whether he truly has it or not. Because there's a part of me that thinks that he don't. I think he bullshitting. I think he flat out lying. I think he just doing this, trying to get some sympathy votes have people rally behind him. But if you really think about it, he's only thinking about himself. And if he was truly sick, he's been getting his fellow um, Republicans sick. He's probably putting the Secret Service at risk. He got his wife infected. Hell, doesn't surprise me if Donald Jr. and his other sons have been affected. So this guy is putting everyone at risk. Don't give a damn about the consequences as long 
as he is reelected. Do it at all costs. And even had the crazy talk about possibly wanting to change the Constitution so he can do a third term. Now, I don't know about you, but it sure seems to me that he's just trying to stay in the White House because he knows the moment that he steps foot out of D.C. and goes back to just being regular old Donald Trump, there's going to be some people after his rear end. I mean, Trump supporters can say what they want to say, but between the way that he has finagled his way out of not paying taxes, as he's finagled his way out of making allies out of what's been America's perennial enemies, I mean, it's really amazing on, on what he does. But I'm not here to bitch complain about Trumps. No. What I am here is that, one, I am rather in- intrigued about the next upcoming debate between Mike Pence and Kamala Harris. Because me personally, I think Harris is going to tear Pence's ass up. The one thing that Kamala Harris is definitely good at is debating. After all, she is a lawyer. So I'm sure she's going to light Mr. Pence up. Pence is probably not used to having females of intelligence to just go ahead and tell him that you're full of crap. So I think this is going to be a slaughter unless Pence maybe goes out of character and tries to do a Trump and tries to bully Ms. Harris just like the same way Trump was bullying Biden. Making herself look like an idiot in the process. Another thing that I'm rather interested in is whether if people truly registered to vote. I mean, it's been blasted all over the news, it's been blasted on radio, it's been blasted on social media. You see it in commercials, it's been flooded with emails, text messages. Go out and vote, go out and vote, go out and vote. So, we done all this. And it makes you wonder if, one, if people are truly going to vote, because I know there's probably a few people who probably don't want to vote for neither one. They ain't got ones who wants to swear up and swear by their political allegiance, regardless of how ill-advised that that would be. So I'm going to be real curious about what goes on within the next couple of weeks. Because November 3rd is coming around the corner. We're less than 30 days now. So we could either be electing a brand spanking new president or we can be dealing ourselves with four more years of stupidity. And I know some may say, well, before the pandemic, he was doing a good job. I beg to differ. In spurts, he was okay. I'm not saying that he was a complete train wreck. In spurts, he was okay. But I really don't like the idea that this man has never owned up to any mistakes. He's always pointed to blame 
at other people if it was his own shortcomings. He's done it before, and he's going to do it again. So what's the point of, of this podcast there, Wayne? It's simple. I have my thoughts just like everyone else has theirs. But the bottom line, everyone needs to get out there and vote. Vote, vote, vote. You don't like how things are going in your neighborhood? Go out and vote. You don't like how a certain piece of property is being ran? Go ahead and vote. If you don't like how crime is just run, run, running ramshot through the streets, go ahead and vote. If you don't like how your, your, your taxes is being used, you go ahead and vote. That is how you make change. Because if you don't vote and you sit there and you bitch and whine and cry on how screwed up this country is, but your monkey ass didn't vote, then I'm sorry. You need just need to shut the fuck up. Now, part of my French, I'm sure it made my stepmom's probably say, oh, Wayne, you are really talking dirty. But I get tired of hearing the same people cry and whine, but yet they're the same ones that either A, expecting a handout, or B, don't do a damn thing about it to make a change. You want to make a change? You got to make that change. It's not going to happen on its own, people. That's all I got to say. Anyhow, that's my time. Everyone out there, please wear a mask, be well, be blessed. This is your boy Wayne, a.k.a. the Pinoy Boy, signing off. Take care. Peace.